Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. watch tin cup i did you know what we never do what we have the way that we start the podcast already but we never introduce ourselves we stopped doing that like pretty quick <laughs> right yeah maybe the intro should be i'm mike bobbitt i'm mike allison bobbitt. bobbitt and you made me watch well if you can't tell i'm mike bobbitt and i'm allison bobbitt right so wow <laughs> <laughs> I put off watching this movie for quite some time. You did. It came out in 96. Yeah, but you've been suggesting it for months now where you yeah. would say like, okay, do you want to watch Flintstones or Tin Cup? And I would choose anything over Tin Cup. But this yeah. week you said, let's watch Tin Cup. And? Oh, I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was awful. I hated everything about it. Yeah. So the HBO description, even before we started it, the description on HBO is a curvy customer and a smarmy golf pro pal motivated down and out Texas driving range owner to try for the U.S. Open. It already has one of the biggest problems with log lines, and that is that it tells you a little bit about the personality of the male characters, mm -hmm. but all we know about Renee Russo is she's curvy. I remember enjoying this movie and being like, this is actually like pretty decent, and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it on the rewatch, and then I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> Like at all. <laughs> it could say a conflicted psychologist and her smarmy golf pro boyfriend, boyfriend motivate. motivate a down and out Texas driving range owner. Yeah, it's it's a terrible, terrible description. It's streaming on HBO Max if you want to watch two hours and 14 minutes of just really bad we just had lunch with your parents and your aunt and uncle and your dad and your aunt and uncle are all very big into golfing. Yes. One of the first things I said to your aunt Joyce was, so Allison made me watch 10 cup and she just looked at me like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> your loss of two hours and 14 minutes. Oh, God. 
I mean, I remember liking this. I mean, it came out in 96, so I was like 13. I enjoyed it, you know, because I just didn't like know how problematic their love story is. I maintain that I liked the golfing scenes. The golf scenes were shot very, very well. They were shot very, very well. And I did like the dynamic between Cheech Marin and Kevin Costner. And fun fact, Kevin Costner, most of his golf shots, he did himself. Yeah, was him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like he is actually, you know, like a pretty decent golfer. The writer-director Ron Shelton has done other sports movies. He really likes doing sports movies. He did White Men Can't Jump, Bull Durham. He said that this was the toughest sports movie he has ever made because it is so difficult to make golf look interesting. But I think he did a fantastic job of that. He did. The golf portion of the movie is really cool. And it is actually um, based on a true story. Chip Beck at the 1993 Masters was the inspiration for this movie. In the final round, Beck trailed Bernard Langer by three um, with four holes to play. And he went up to a par five. I don't know golf jargon that well. So basically, he's the one who did the he kept playing from the hole instead of taking a drop. Basically, Kevin Costner's character could have been one of the greatest golfers of all time, but he is a stubborn. Yeah, he's stubborn. He's a narcissist. Mm -hmm. He is petty. He wants the glory. He's immature. He's awful. Like, he's just an awful, awful person. He's not likable at all. Years prior, he and Don Johnson were buddies. And Don Johnson is a more mature, level-headed, sensible golfer. So he went on to have a great career. But Kevin Costner did not because he's hot-headed and stubborn Mm -hmm. and kept insisting on trying to make this one shot, even though it cost him so many points or however you scored Yeah, so there's... Real quick, basic golf. On each hole, there's a certain amount of shots that they assign to each hole. So, like, say it's a par five. That means it shouldn't take you any more than five strokes to get the ball in the hole. If you get under, then it's a birdie, an eagle, an albatross, whatever, or a hole-in-one. If you go over, then you're going over par, which means that you are – the larger your score is, the worse you're doing. So, you're – Trying to get the lowest amount of strokes. Which I always confuse when I go bowling because I always <laughs> try to avoid the pins because I think that's how you win. That's why I throw oh. a lot of gutter balls when mm. we bowl. Is that why? Yes. You're silly. This movie is about him trying to play in the U.S. Open and and win and basically make a career in golf. Yeah, it's so he can get a second chance. Yeah. Which is motivated entirely by if he does this, he thinks he can get in Rene Russo's pants. The love story really makes no sense. I no. mean, she has no reason. Yeah, to, he's, he's. She has a, every reason to not want to date Don Johnson. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, but Don Johnson's has, kind of a dick, but she doesn't really know because he puts out his best side and then everyone keeps telling him, like, oh, he hates kids, old people, and dogs. Oh, and then there's a scene where old people played by Kevin Costner's parents, parents and, and son. son as a child 
talk to him about a dog or something. And then Rene Russo sees, oh, everyone's telling the truth. He does hate old people, children, and dogs. Yeah. Don Johnson's an asshole, but you kind of get why she's with him because he's a handsome, charismatic, successful guy who puts out a good image of doing charity work and stuff like that. Yeah. But underneath all that, he's a scumbag. Kevin Costner, on the other hand, is... An arrested development man, baby, loser, alcoholic. Yeah. Just really creepy. With a gambling problem. With a gambling problem. He bets on everything and loses often. He's just doesn't take no means no for an answer. Really doesn't. Everything about him is atrocious. But and part of me was thinking that there was some sort of scheme where I was like, okay. I'm going to hold out and not judge her character yet because maybe this is part of like an elaborate thing. Mm -hmm. And he ends up seeing her for therapy as another move to try to get in her pants. And then she calls a colleague and I, I was really hoping it was going to be some sort of reveal. Like, listen, you know, I promised my boyfriend I was going to do this, but yeah. I'm having second thoughts. This guy just poured his heart out to me. I don't want to, you know, do whatever the scheme yeah. was. But no, it's just, I like him so much. Giddy, giddy. I'm a teenage girl. Yeah. Like, it is such a poorly written character. It made me so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it does no justice for Rene Russo. Like, it, it makes no sense why she would go after him, why she would be with him. Anything about it, it's it's. It's a horribly written character. You know, like a lot of movies, the female characters are horribly underwritten. Yeah. And a lot of the male characters are. I mean, you really only know Kevin Costner's kind of a loser. Right. And And he's got a bunch of guy friends that are also losers. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. And listen, I'm an arrested development (laughs) suffering (laughs) man boy, but I have redeeming qualities. Yes, you do. And here's the other thing is that it's not like he is someone who overly has like, oh, he loves kids or, oh, he loves old people or, oh, he loves dogs. Like, no. No, he hates everybody, too. He hates everyone, too. He's just not, you know, and he's an asshole to everybody, too. Like, he's not this loser with a heart of gold or anything like that. He's just a really good golfer who is a drunk. He's just the loser version of Don Johnson's character. Yeah. And yes, he's an incredibly talented golfer in this movie, but I mean, he really, there's no reason for him to get ahead. And I mean, it's, it's sort of a bummer that this, it's based on a true story, you know, based on, you know, it wasn't that dramatic what Chip Beck did. He just, he ended up taking a risk, a hole laid, you know, laid out like that where he kept trying to get it over. And I think, I can't remember the full story but he he it was too many strokes he could have won if he played it more conservatively but he ended up not and he lost so right which is what happens to kevin costner in this movie he does not learn a lesson no he does not have any character growth at all no he's a stubborn ass he still gets the girl yeah he's a stubborn ass all he's doing he's trying to go from the t to the green on a par five there's and no character growth for him at all. No. And Shelton said, hey, I had to fight the studio on this. And if I had him win, then it would have made things forgettable. And I will agree with that. But there were so many in-between options that 
you could do. Mm-hmm. And his point was Rocky doesn't win. Yeah, he, I get he it. He has but him a lot losing. of good examples of, you know, why it was important for him to lose. But I think he should have lost by trying by trying and actually listening to everyone yeah. but still like missing it yeah you could have him lose but you could have him grow too yeah he doesn't grow at all no he doesn't grow at all he does it by being stubborn and literally you know the the rules at the u.s open is i think you get like 10 or 12 balls and if you run out of those balls you can't turn in a score scorecard so like they don't count the testicles though no they don't <laughs> Because that would be 12 to 14 by I your know. Mouth. So, I mean, like, it's okay if you lose your ball in a water hazard because you're, you're allowed a certain amount of balls in your bag. But if you... I have two. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Not everyone does. <laughs> no, I had the third one removed. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was sent to you. Oh, Jesus. So he keeps shooting from the tee to try to land on the green, and eventually he does it. And if he had done that on the first shot, he would have gotten a hole in one. But... Instead of taking a drop like he does in the other three games he's played on that hole, he it's I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's a great shot. Yeah, it's a great story. But he also doesn't learn anything. He doesn't become a better person. If anything, it seems like Renee Russo is just spiraling because she's in the audience. You know, she's in the crowd watching him do this. And she's just going insane. She's like, oh, my, do whatever you want, Roy. <laughs> just go down in flames. What? A, it's fine. Like, if anything, her character is worse off. Oh, yeah. Than she was before. He doesn't lose his friendship with Cheech Marin. No, Cheech totally forgives him, even though he's a total dick to him. Yeah. He's, Cheech Marin is his caddy and his best friend. And he's always trying to get his he plays a guy named Romeo in the movie. And Romeo is always telling him, like, no, play it like this, you know, do you know, and that's part of the point of having a caddy is for is to ask them advice. He never listens to him. They get in a fight, you know, during one of the qualifying rounds where, you know, Cheech Marin breaks two of his golf clubs and then Kevin Costner breaks all the rest except for his seven iron. Mm. It's like it's so childish the whole time. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I remembered liking it. I haven't seen it in many, probably 20 years. I do have a stupid story about this movie. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but here, I'll just tell you. So um, this was back probably, oh God, probably 20-ish years ago. Um, but... Uh, my friend Randy um, was in town and we would usually meet up. Uh, he and I and our friend Dean would meet up usually and go see a movie and like go get food or whatever. So we were meeting up in Birmingham to go see The Merchant of Venice because it was only playing there and that was like the last showing. So we're like, okay, cool. Like we really wanted to see it. So we're standing outside the theater and we're waiting for Dean to show up and it's getting closer and closer to showtime. And we're like, shit, like, should we buy tickets? Like, he's still not here. We couldn't get a hold of him. Like, we were getting really frustrated. So finally, like, the movie is about to start and we're like, we'll just wait. I guess we just won't see it. Dean walks up like 10 minutes after the showtime begins. So we miss the movie. And he's like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry. I, um... I got caught up watching a movie and we're like, dude, what the fuck? 
we could have gone to see it. Like, we were waiting for you. What what the hell were you watching? And he goes, um, Tin Cup. (laughs) And I'm like, you were watching Tin Cup? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, you couldn't have just paused it? He's like, no, it was playing on TV. I'm like, dude, you watched the cable version of Tin Cup and made us miss the Merchant of Venice? And he's like, yeah. What's worse is that I own Tin Cup. I could have just watched it later. So because of Tin Cup, I missed getting to watch Merchant of Venice in the theater. And I had to go see The Jacket instead with Adrian Brody. And it was bad. Well, since Randy is a talking head in that uh, Best Worst Movie Mm -hmm. documentary about Critters 2, I think Randy should be- Troll 2. Troll 2? Okay. Troll 2. I think Randy should be a talking head in a- Another documentary called The Worst Worst Movie, all about Tin Cup. <laughs> all about Tin Cup. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it doesn't hold up. I mean, I think probably. No, all- nothing Kevin Costner does holds up. He is a terrible actor on top of everything. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because he wears flip flops 90% of the movie. He does. Like, it's just, he is such a stilted actor. He's so fundamentally bad <laughs> as an actor oh. i can't come up with anything redeeming about kevin costner at all i like untouchables and jfk mm-hmm. i haven't rewatched them no i'm pretty sure I all remember... of this kevin costner that you and johnny mockney have subjected <laughs> me to since we've started this podcast I'm will so make sorry. me not like untouchables Listen, Dances with Wolves is a really good movie. I've never seen it, and it's going to be at least a year before you make me watch that. Okay, okay, okay. Holy shit. If you make me watch another Kevin Costner movie within the next 12 months. Okay, okay, I won't. He, yes, he's been been in a lot of bad movies. Like, your body will be discovered. (laughs) His, oh my god. He was in The Bodyguard. I've never seen The Bodyguard. okay. And I'm not going to. We don't know. Bull Anytime. Durham. Bull Durham is a good movie. I've also never seen Bull Durham. That is a good movie. So for some reason, you're only making me watch the shit Kevin Costner movies? I guess so. Well, there's a lot of movies that like I didn't see that are like some of his really good ones. Like Bull Durham is a good movie. I didn't see The Bodyguard. My cousin saw Wyatt or Earp and said it was fucking terrible, so I never saw it. The Postman was terrible. Who else is in Wyatt Earp? Is that the one that Kurt Russell's in? Uh, no, I think that's Tombstone. Oh, Dennis okay. Quaid is Doc Holliday oh, in okay. Wyatt Earp. And then Gene yeah, Hackman I... and uh, David Andrews. Okay, I have not seen Wyatt Earp. Then. No, Tombstone was yeah, really good, good, but yeah. he's not in it. Yeah, that's Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. But there's so many movies that he's done where I'm like, no, these are bad. These are all bad. He was in a movie called The Upside of Anger in 2005. And I actually liked that one. But he's not like he's the second lead. But Joan Allen is the lead in that. The only upside to my anger right now is that we're getting an episode (laughs) out of this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's in a lot of bad movies. The other upside to my anger is. Oh, no. Next week when it's my turn to pick a movie. Mm hmm. I'm going to pick whatever the fuck I want. And you might end up watching a movie that I know you'll hate. Yeah, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. He's in Hidden Figures. That's a good movie. Yeah, that movie is good. I don't remember him in it. He plays um, Taraji. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's one of the bosses at NASA. Yeah, and but he, he's like the fourth lead. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, he's not the lead in it, but he's, he's not bad in that one. Yeah. Here's the thing, is that like, I guess Kevin Costner was like a heartthrob, I think, in the 90s, like 80s and 90s, and my mom just saw a lot of Kevin Costner movies. I don't know. Like, that's just kind of what I ended up seeing. Allison, I love your mom. <laughs> don't ruin your mom for me no. by making me think that she gets damp for Kevin Costner. I don't, oh, God. How could you say that about my mother? How, because you made me sit through fucking Two Tin hours. Cup, <laughs> a movie named after an athletic supporter. That's true. That's where the name Tin Cup comes from, is that he was like a catcher or something as a kid. And What a dumb fucking name for a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you mad? Like, how mad would you say you are? You want to know on a scale of one, one to, to ten, ten how eleven I am? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I've got my answer. I didn't think you would hate it this much. I, As the movie progressed, I was like, oh, he's not going to like this. Before now, what was the worst movie that you made me watch? Uh, oh, The Sweetest, sweetest thing. thing. I'd rather watch The Sweetest Thing again. Really? You have a new worst movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I would rather watch Waterworld again before I watch Tin Cup again. Ew. I feel like you're speaking in hyperbole right now. There's no way you'd watch water. It's so long. At least Dennis Hopper was in Waterworld. Yeah, but Cheech Marin. So? Okay. You're a brat. The only way I could be more upset by what I had to watch last night would be if you had made me watch a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way you did because brain cells died last night. <laughs> I said I was sorry. I don't forgive you. I really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I was about to say, I like, love damn, this dude. Movie. No, you don't. No, of course not. <laughs> I'm like, don't lie. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not mad at you. Okay. No, not at all. You're mad at Kevin Costner, though, right? There are multiple problems with this story. I think this is one of those situations where it doesn't all fall on Kevin Costner, where. I feel like a lot of Robin Hood fell on his shoulders mm -hmm. and a lot of Waterworld does too. Mm -hmm. This one, I think, was a group effort to squeeze out a giant steaming turd. Yeah, I think they took the story of Chip Beck and kind of ran with it a little too hard. I don't think it really warrants a movie. <laughs> Not every good story should be a movie. And if you don't believe me, then watch Tin Cup and you'll understand. The second shittiest movie with cup in the title. <laughs> the first being two girls. <laughs> one and cup. one tin cup. Ugh. I'll try to find something better next time. Hey, the good news is you can't find anything worse. Well, let's hope. You never know. I think Cameron Diaz and... Kevin Costner should be in a movie together so I can avoid it. Why bother? Cameron Diaz retired. Yeah, I know. Why can't Kevin Costner? He loves himself too much. God, yes, he does. He really loves so himself. So does fucking Cameron Diaz, though. Yeah, but I guess she even got exhausted of her shit. 
She's friends with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, that's, you know, she's retired, but who knows? She's probably, like... Telling women to stick pebbles in their vaginas. Yeah. She's like, I swear to God, if you just bathe in puppy tears, anyone can afford it. I love you. I love you, too. Okay, good. Neither of us know sports movies all that well, so mm-hmm. um, jump in the Facebook group and let us know either the best or worst sports movie you've ever seen. Yeah. And then, you know, if neither of us have seen it, then maybe it can be a you made us watch. Yeah. Or you'll remind one of us of a movie we saw that we forgot. Yes. <laughs> so either either way. Good times. I've um, only seen two sports movies in my life. Dodgeball and basketball. You've definitely seen more. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're having a really good time making this for you guys. And um, yeah, leave us some comments in the Facebook group. Um, I mean, some weeks I've had more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You should get a mulligan for this week. Oh, <laughs> Pick God. a different movie. <sighs> Golf terms. You really shanked this week, Allison. I'm leaving. You can't leave me. I get to leave you. Hell no. Over this bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs>